All right. All right. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Uh, it's a little Tuesday fun day. I know we didn't record last night, but we're going to make up for it tonight. Uh, thank you all so much. All the reviews, iTunes reviews, everything. You guys are awesome. You guys and gals are great. I appreciate all the support out there. And uh, before we get started, I'll give a couple of quick shout outs. BGN.FM is where you can find the podcast along with others. And also, I'd like to give uh, our sponsors RoughneckScarves.com, R U F F N E C K S C A R V E S.com. All your sub- the official supplier, the U.S. Men's Women's National Team. MLS and USL get all your scarf needs at roughneckscars.com also a new day tornado shelters a new day shell tornado shelters.com here in Tulsa called Dirk DeRose and they will get you taken care of all right good stuff coming up I apologize if there's a screaming baby in the background uh, there's obviously somebody upset maybe I don't know. Maybe they're just my, maybe my my daughter so, was so impressed with uh, Tobin Heath's goal there in the 75th minute against China. I don't know what's going on over there, but probably a dirty diaper. Let's be real. But anyway, uh, we've got we're going to get started. We've got Ephraim Ephraim Alajaji coming up, and uh, he's the AO president here in Tulsa. And we're going to break down only the biggest sporting event in the world ever. I mean, it's the World Cup, brother. Yeah, you excited for this, Ephraim? I mean, I'm excited, but I think I, I understand why the baby's crying because, you know, the U.S. didn't make the World Cup, and I've been crying like that for the last six months. So uh, it's been pretty difficult. Yeah, I know. It's it's like here's a big party, and you're not invited. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, kind of like just me in high school, really. You know, here's these parties, and, ah, you're not invited. Sorry, you didn't beat Trinidad yeah, and Tobago. Yeah, but then you still talk about it on the afterwards, on the week, and acting like you were there and you were a part of it because, you know, I'm going to still be watching every every damn game I can. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I was sitting there, you know, you and I were texting each other, and I said, yeah, we need to do a World Cup preview, and I'm thinking, ah, let's do it in, like, three weeks. And I was like, bro, we got to do this next week. There's matches Thursday. <laughs> Uh, I guess having I'm a kid. Ready. I mean, it's the, it is the best event in the world. I mean, even without the U.S. participation, I know it's hard for us, but it is the best thing that the the world has to offer, in my opinion. Absolutely, and I, I mean, even if we're not invited to the party, we can enjoy everybody else enjoying themselves at the party. I guess uh, you know, such powerhouses as Saudi Arabia, Russia, uh, Morocco. Uh, who else? Um, yeah, so. Obviously, it's it's regionally based and on qualification. Everybody goes, well, how can they just put the 32? But, oh, uh, well, because it'd be Brazil, Argentina. You, know, you do a bunch of European countries. You know, but um, I love to see these other because, you know, you do have a little bit of that variety. You do have some of these teams like Cameroon a few years ago knocking off. Variety. You do have some of these teams like Cameroon a few years ago knocking off France and, and uh, Korea. Uh, you know, South Korea making the big run, you know. Uh, I guess Costa Rica, Sol Campbell showing up in the last World Cup and, and getting through the group of death. So you do have some of these interesting storylines that do pop up, and and uh, that that makes this thing worth watching and a lot of fun. And uh, you know, and and we'll we'll kind of jump into some of the some of the gory details here in just a second, breaking it down. But uh, I mean, what's what's the most exciting thing to you about the at the World Cup? I mean, take away the soccer. It's the, it's the what the what the World Cup brings to the nations that they represent it. You know, you can watch. You could have no fandom, but you could watch these countries celebrate together 
uh, and you can watch old men and young men, women cry in the streets when their teams score goals. You know, just yeah. watch some of these YouTube videos when Egypt qualified. Uh, watch the YouTube videos in Peru when Peru qualified for the first time since 1982. It's not just about the sport. It is a it is a, it's a pride that brings people together. And that's what I love outside of, you know, the sports aspect. But, uh, you know, this World Cup is going to have a lot to handle compared to the 2014 World Cup, which had a ton of upsets. And you just talked about Costa Rica right there. Mm-hmm. They were in a group with England and Italy. England and Italy doesn't even make it out of the group, and Costa Rica wins it. And, you know, yeah. things like that, it's, just, it's pretty damn exciting. From, from the sports, the politics, the people, it's from top down. It's great. Even though it's FIFA and FIFA is, Corrupt, and we could have a whole different conversation. Right. But you can't, you can't fault the World Cup for being what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's all in the field. It's all played right there, um, you know. And I'll say, you're just thinking seven-one last year to Germany, Brazil. So there's always oh, some surprise, yeah. always some random, uh, you know, th- event that happens. That was. It doesn't matter how many times you simulate it on a, on a computer. There's going to be something that happens that ah, oh, there's no way anyone could have seen that, you know, and and. Yeah, last World Cup, great example, like you said, Ephraim. Uh, it, lots of upsets, teams making it out to the knockout stages that, you know, people are ready to to impeach presidents over that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, it's it's exciting, and I'm ready for it. So we'll, let's just start start with A to H here, and we'll just kind of whittle away at this bad boy. Uh, so let's talk about Group A right now. This will probably, you know, to me is probably the most uneventful group, other than you've got Egypt and Uruguay. And also Saudi and, and Russia, and I thought pretty uh, favorable draw for the host team, uh, you know. But of course, Egypt wasn't who Egypt is currently with Mohamed Salah coming on the scene, and and Uruguay is always mm-hmm. a really perennial f- favorite to get it out of the knockout stages. So, right. uh, you know, right now just looking at the um, odds checkers, it looks like Uruguay obviously would be the the, the favorite. But it's interesting they have Russia picked ahead of Egypt. What, what do you take away from this group, and what are some things that you're going to be watching for? Well, I, yeah, this group doesn't have the uh, flashy team in it. Mm-hmm. It's not exciting. It's convenient that Russia, one of the worst host nations in terms of, you know, their team ranking, gets mm-hmm. in the easiest group. I mean, can we can talk about conspiracy theories all day when it comes to There's got to be a frozen envelope. There's got to be a frozen envelope yeah, somewhere in there, right? There might be, but, I mean, if you look at this, this is, if you just average the world rankings, this mm-hmm. is, easily the easiest group now at the same time that might make it a little more competitive now you talk about uruguay being the favorites let's talk about the last world cup two world cups suarez in 2010 mm-hmm. gets a red card for a handball saving a goal in the last second against ghana four years ago he gets banned uh for a certain amount of time gets banned out of the world cup for biting uh, oh my gosh I forget his name from italy uh, so what's uh, going to happen this World Cup with Suarez? Is he yeah. is he finally toned it down and, and decided that he's going to Uruguay goes the way of Suarez and is he going to behave himself or is he are we going to be in for a theatric? At the other end of the spectrum, Egypt will go as Salah goes, right? So right. is Salah fully healthy? Is he going to come in? My my pick here is if Egypt has Salah and he's ready to go. I think you get Uruguay and Egypt out of this group. I don't mm. think Russia gets out of the, this group. I think they'll be the second host country ever to not get out of the group stage. Yeah, El Nini pl- also plays. I forgot he played for uh, Egypt as well, played for uh, Arsenal mm-hmm. there. So we've got some decent talent there at Egypt. Everybody talks about Mohamed Salah. Uh, their goalkeeper, El Hadri, I believe is his name. I've, I've recognized that face. I think he's he's played quite a, he's played quite a few 
years there, and I think it was he's I think he had a little bit of World Cup experience, but I'm not mistaken. So I mean, you've got yeah, an they experience. They have a lot team. of talent, but they're mm-hmm. sh- shockingly without Salah. They are a Egypt is a very defensive minded team. They don't really push forward. Right. So I, that's why I do believe they're only. I mean, there's not going to be a lot of goals scored in this group, though. So I mean, Egypt could be okay. Um, mm-hmm. So I really. Plus, by the way, I'm going for Egypt. It's just fun to root for an underdog. If you haven't, go YouTube some of the clips from Egypt when they made the World Cup. Oh, you can yes. see what it means to that nation yes. after everything they've been through the last decade. Uh, you just see old men just breaking down in tears, and it, it will fill your heart. And it's uh, it makes me want to go for them, and I hope they get out of the group stage and make a little run there. Oh, yeah. You talk about everything that happened back in the mid-2000s, you know, politically there and – uh, Bob, Bob Bradley was the coach there to kind of help them kind of uh, exactly. kind of help, you know, bridge that from that tumult, tumult to being an organized group. And, and yeah, you're right. You've, you know, on the other side, you've got Uruguay, Suarez, Cavani, uh, Cavani, I should say, uh, Christian Rodriguez there in midfield and Silva, Martin Silva and, and, uh, and Martin Campagna. I mean, they're loaded, obviously, uh, Betancourt there. So, a tough team that I think, uh, obviously, there's a reason why they are the favorites. I, you know, Russia, you know, they have some nice players. And, yeah, they're the host country. And maybe Putin, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but He might make some threats. I don't know. I don't know. He'd be like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I nothing to do with that. But, yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think you're away. If, if they ended up not making out of that group, would be a, would be a shocker. Um but I think a lot of folks are expecting them to move on. And, of course, uh, Russia there is the uh, odds-on favorite to make it out of there. Uh, but, uh, you know, um, oh, just a uh, – Eric, good question. Sorry, I was off of, I was over here messing around. I'll, I'll get to some of, that, some of those questions here in just a second. Those are great questions. Um, so, also, let's go on to, to Group uh, B real quick. We'll just – so, sorry, probably spent a little more time on Group A than I wanted. To, didn't than we need to, but it's okay. It's fine. We'll we'll we'll, we'll be all right. Um, so Group B is another you know a grid group I think. Um, we'll, and we'll get the teams here: Iran, Morocco, Portugal, Spain. Pretty top heavy, right? Pretty top heavy. It averages out again mid mid tier overall, but it's mm-hmm. top heavy between Portugal and Spain. Both had. Just, well, Portugal has been an incredible run of form the last four years since the last World Cup where they didn't make it out of the group. Um, but, you know, they obviously won the Euros two years ago. They went, uh, they only had one loss and they had nine wins in their final round of qualifying. Mm-hmm. They only allowed four goals. Um, you know, they, they just really tore it up in qualifying. And they're, they're, they're really a hot team right now. And, you know, Ronaldo's pretty unstoppable. Right. But, yeah. again, this will be interesting to see on the World Cup stage. Portugal seems to always kind of uh, falter a little bit here. But, like mm-hmm. I said, the last four years, they've kind of proved a lot of those doubters wrong. And then you have Spain, who kind of doesn't look like the old Spain that we're used to, or the, the tiki-taka, and they're kind of – they'll score that one goal, and then they'll just dribble around you for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. This team scored 33 goals in qualifying uh, in, in the final round, only allowed three goals. And they had Italy in their group. Obviously, Italy – like the U.S., like shocking, did not make the World Cup, and so Spain yeah. is coming in kind of after their embarrassment in the last World Cup. I mean, everyone what happens. Netherlands beat them what five zero five one. Don't make it out of the group. You know, this will be a time of redemption for Spain. I think Spain has 
uh, they've reloaded and uh, kind of gotten rid of the, some of the old the old guard, yeah. and uh, it will be interesting. But then you go down the line. I'm not saying it, it's definitely you know I, if you have to predict it, it's going to be Spain and Portugal here. But right. I don't think Morocco and Iran are these pushovers. Iran in qualifying didn't lose one game; they allowed two goals. Granted, yeah, it's Asian qualifying, but that's still an impressive feat. Right. And and Morocco didn't not only did they not lose. In, in the final round of qualifying, they didn't allow a goal, mm-hmm. and Ivory Coast was in their in their group. So I mean, again, yeah. it's Africa, it's not Europe, it's not South South America. You still can't you can't just kind of back these teams. I think they'll put up a fight. It'll, it'll right. be interesting. Yeah, and Portugal's been has been known to choke it off in these World Cups too. So uh, you got Manuel Costa. Uh, just looking through some of these, I'm not familiar with several of these, you know, a lot of these guys, but I'm sure they they're playing, and and I'm sure they're like, oh yeah, they all play for Madrid, not just not recognizing their names, but, um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, you know, it always seems like an African team always jumps up there and knocks off somebody that shouldn't they shouldn't knock off, and they make a little bit of a run. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, also, let's see, uh, we'll go on to Group C. We'll move right along here. Uh, oh, also just real quick, the favorites was obviously Spain, Portugal nine to four, and it's it is, Morocco is sixteen to one to make it out of the group or to win the group. So that tells you where the, hey, you the know, odds I'll, are. I'll put a hundred bucks on that. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> uh, why not? It's, it's a decent a, amount of money for like, you know not a horrible. I mean, yes, Portugal and Spain, but you know. Let's go a little crazy here. Let's have some fun with this. Yeah, <laughs> and then unfortunately, Iran, Iran, with the news that they couldn't use their Nike cleats because of political sanctions there, so kind of a uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, politics, man. So anyway, we'll move on to France, Denmark, Peru, Australia. What do you make of this group? Uh, I mean, obviously, I think it's kind of France and then everyone else. Sure. Um, you know, France is a lot of the fun pick right now. Um, you know, uh, they're considered one of the favorites, if not the favorite. So I will gotta give a shout out to the young uh, United States men's national team went into France last week. It was France's A squad that's going to be playing in this World Cup and, uh, and fought them pretty hard to a draw. And obviously, we're not in the World Cup, but it does, you know, a lot of those players, 19, 20 years old, um, the future does look good for the U.S., but France does look did look good that game. It was just nice that U.S. got a result out of that. Yeah. Um, you know, France had Sweden and Netherlands in their group, so Sweden made the World Cup, and Netherlands has been the was in the third place game last World Cup, the championship, the World Cup before. They didn't make the World Cup. I mean, that's a hard for European standards. That's a pretty hard group. Sure. So France to come out of that, you know, with the plus cold, you know, twelve goal differential, like I, I can see why they're you considered the favorite. Here you have Australia, who's kind of known for not being the most um, exciting brand of, of, of soccer. Um, they did beat Syria in the playoff to qualify, so they barely made it. Um, you know, And then the exciting here is Peru. Uh, Peru coming in yep. first World Cup since 1982. None of their players were even alive last time they made a World Cup. I think they're kind of everyone's um, you know, everyone can get around cheering for Peru here. There's, you know, no sure. one's gonna you're gonna gonna get mad at that. It's kind of exciting that they're in there. And then you have Denmark, who isn't really flashy. They're ranked pretty high in the world, surprisingly to me. Yeah. They're ranked 12th, but uh, they did finish second in their group and then made it um, in the second round, second second final round, and um, they finished below Poland. But they're really kind of known for their defense. Uh, uh, they don't play anything exciting. But again, this is a pretty this is going to be a fight for third place, I think, between Peru and Denmark. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And, and that's how the odds makers show it as well. Uh, actually, they give Denmark the nod there. Uh, slight favorites over uh, Peru, but you're right. That's going to be an exciting group. I think if it goes chalk, it'll still be a good group and an exciting group to to watch. And then we'll move down to the group D here, and uh, we've got really quickly in our in our just to get back on France. Uh, in my, kind of in my like watching lifetime, France either just collapses in mm-hmm. the first in the group stage and doesn't get or they go all the way to the final. Right. There's no in between with France here, so we'll see if this is uh, if this is the thing because France was expect they were ranked number one in the world in, mm-hmm. in 2002 and they didn't make it out of the group and yeah. I don't even believe they scored a goal. So you you never know what you're getting with France. I mean they are the favorite for a reason, but you know it's keep an eye on that. Sometimes that pressure gets to them. Absolutely. Uh, group D: Argentina, Croatia, Nigeria, Iceland. I think this this yeah. Forget Argentina for a second. This could be a very wide open group. I, I agree. And you know what? I'm gonna. This is gonna be a prediction. I I'm not even saying forget Argentina here. I think this is a wide open group from top Period. to bottom. Okay, I, I'll buy that. I'm not buying in all in on Argentina like a mm-hmm. lot of people. Uh, Messi, of course, is Messi, but they, they did not have good qualifying. They only scored. Uh, they they barely, they. I think they finished third or fourth, and they only had a plus three goal differential and only scored, I think, 19 goals. Yeah, yeah, they were, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, I was just, uh, sorry to cover you up there, but yeah, you're right. Argentina was somewhat fortuitous to get through the the qualification out of uh, Cabo Ball. I mean, they were. Granted, I I believe that is the toughest qualification in the world. Absolutely. Uh, You know, people will debate about Europe, but I mean, South Africa, South America, I apologize, is, is extremely competitive, but still we did not see the type of, game that Argentina had like to play. They obviously faltered in a couple of the Copa Americas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There was that whole Messi's quitting the national team scandal year two years ago right. and obviously yeah. he's coming back. The whole thing rests on his shoulders and and it has for multiple World Cups and last year they last time they obviously made the final. But you know, looking at this group, I you know, it's pretty spread out and I don't you know, yeah, on paper, sure, pick Argentina, but, you know, don't be shocked if Iceland shocks again like they did two years ago. And Croatia, man, they, they know how to play in a World Cup, no yeah. matter what their form is. They, they, always, they always do well. Yeah, and I think you could also argue that Nigeria may be the second-best team in Africa. But yeah, definitely. And they, they, they were pretty balanced uh, overall in qualifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, they were probably one of the best teams they – they average two goals a game or just about two goals a game. So they can score. The question is, again, the type of um, competition they were playing was a little easier for them to score those two goals a game. Going up a little better teams here. But, you know, African teams, uh, they have known to surprise, and they will fight all the way to the 93rd, 94th minute. So, oh, yeah, no uh, question. This is, this is a tough one to predict. I don't, who do you have? This is interesting. Yeah, I uh, know. I mean, odds makers, I mean, Iceland's the odds. The I know that's the sentimental favor. Everyone wants Iceland, um, but they are the least favored to win the group at 18 to 1. But still, Iceland made a huge run in I Euros. I mean, this is the team that, you know, they're, they're, some of their parts are better than their individual components. So, you know, I think the little Iceland clap, the Viking clap, they'll, they'll be getting after it. So I'm, I'm excited to see yeah. them in there. And, and that is, you're talking about, just all distinct different styles of soccer in that group. So it's, it's going to be very interesting. Um, well, let's move on to yeah, group. And, uh, oh, go ahead. 
Iceland and Croatia were actually in the same qualifying group, and they split their results. Croatia beat them once. Iceland beat them once. So, you know, it's, it's that, that. I mean, that's going to be a battle. So, yeah, I just wanted to kind of point out that was interesting that they were together. Uh, they're together again. Yeah, yeah, good point. Absolutely. And so they're familiar with one another for sure. Uh, group E here. Um, am I in the right group here? Yeah, E Group E, sorry. Uh, Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, Costa Rica. Oh, what what do you what do you take away from this group? Do you think Costa Rica I, I love Antico. you know, I know CONCACAF, I love Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um Brazil, I mean, come on. They they went through their qualifying run was just absolutely insane. Oh, I don't yeah. think on paper right now, maybe Germany, but Brazil, they went through the, what we just talked about, maybe one of the toughest qualifications to debate between them and Europe. Yep. They dominated. They went 12-5 and one loss. One game had over, they had a 30-goal differential, plus 30 goals. That's, that's absolutely ridiculous in, in, in South, South America. Just, I mean, there's a reason Brazil, I want some redemption from their embarrassment four years ago in that semifinal. Uh, yeah. Now the question is, can, how far can Brazil go? That's a whole different topic we'll probably get into in a little bit. Sure. Switzerland had a really great run in, 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 in Europe, too. They lost one game and won nine. Right. And they, had, they finished second to Portugal. They had the exact same record as Portugal and only finished second in the goal differential. So Switzerland is no easy task. In Costa Rica, we all remember what they did four years ago. And then you get another European team in there in Serbia who they're just kind of known as being a really balanced team. They're not too flashy, but they're, they, they kind of just play a little bit of everything and, and they'll make you work. So um, it's a fun group. I'm excited to watch this. But if I'm going to pick, I'm going to have a little fun here. I'm going to go Brazil and Costa Rica Ooh. with the two European teams getting left out. Oh, wow. Uh, two European EU teams getting left out. Look at that. So, well, Switzerland, I don't yeah, think so. Got to go cap here. I think they're neutral. But anyway, all right, Carrie, okay, that's all right. Enough geopolitics here. Okay, so here we go. Group F. So well, you got a uh, you know, another interesting uh, very one, this have- group of death, right? Is that is that what we're hearing? Uh, you know, statistically, yeah, like they're <laughs> If you just based on the rankings and FIFA world rankings don't really matter, but if you do, it's not actually, it's actually one of the lower ones, but on paper, I, I mean, just, I'm sorry, the eye test. Yeah. I mean, Germany and Mexico and Sweden, South Korea. I mean, it's just, I mean, Germany is just unbelievable. Take them out of this, but it's going to be, you know, Mexico. We'll see. They're, they're kind of, uh, they always have that monkey on their back about the round of 16 game. Can they finally make the round of eight? Right. Um, Sweden is going to be a team. This is a team now. They, you know, there's no Zlatan. This is a team, and so they're kind of looking for that identity. They don't want that big star. They want to fight together. And in South Korea, they're coming in. You know, they always do well in Asia. They always represent. Um, they're definitely there's definitely a line between Sweden and South Korea in terms of the rankings. Sweden, South Korea is just much below par compared to everyone else. So, uh, or above par, I should say. And um, so it, it, it's really, I think it's Mexico, Sweden for two. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like Mexico to make it through. Um, you know, the thing, I mean, Germany, of course. Uh, you know, Germany is one of the odds-on favorites to win. I think Brazil yeah, may be a favorite. I don't even consider favorite. them a debate here. I'm yeah, them out because I know. You know, they went undefeated. They went 10-0 in qualifying. They were yeah. champions. I mean, <laughs> 
you know, the Korean Korea Republic uh, as a team in the past has had, you know, come up and snuck up on teams. This They had that – I know it's hard for me to, to leave Mexico out, but, you know, strange things. Maybe they get a draw in one of the matches and then Korea knocks – maybe Germany doesn't have anything to play for in the last match. They've already secured – yeah, I, I don't know. You know, screwy things happen. Um, but, yeah, I think Germany, Mexico, that's, that's, that's who I'm expecting to make it out. Uh, but it's. I think there's going to be a fight for that second position, and I think Korea is well, going to make the, some noise too. The tough thing here for Mexico is, and I, I understand why I'd pick them second. I probably do pick them second, but they open with Germany, and mm-hmm. we all know how important that first World Cup group stage match is because right. you know if you lose that one, and not to say Mexico can't beat Sweden and South Korea, they most likely can, but. When you're fighting with that pre- that pressure immediately after game one, it's a lot different. And, you know, if they were opening with Sweden or South Korea, I, I would probably feel a little more comfortable. But facing Germany in the first game, uh, we'll, we'll see how Mexico handles it. If they can handle it, they'll, they'll be a better team than I think I um, give them credit for. What do you think about Lexi Lawless? Uh, like Eric, Eric, Eric had to ask a question about what do you think about um, – Wow, let me try that again. Alex Lawless saying that national t- the the supporters need to support Mexico. What do you think about that? Man, it I I support like I was saying Rick at the beginning of this. I love the World Cup for what it does for the people of the nation, how it brings people together, how it makes people happy. I want the people of Mexico to be happy. I'm going to cheer for them and I want them celebrating in the streets. But you know what? I don't cheer for I'm an OU fan. I don't cheer for Texas. Yep. I, I love the, what makes sports great is rivalry. And yeah. the U.S.'s biggest rival is Mexico. And I'm not going to say I'm not cheering for Mexico. I will be happy for their fans if they do well. But I will not be sitting in front of the TV cheering out loud when they score goals. Yeah. That, that I can promise you. I don't, I don't blame anyone who does support them. There's a, you know, there's a big history here with Mexico in this country, and there's no reason not to support them. But for me... They're our rival in sports, and uh, and and my favorite thing about it is, you know, not cheering for your rival. So that I don't know. What do you think? Um, I'm I'm neutral. Like I don't I don't root against anyone. I don't root really for anyone. If it's not the United States, I know it's really odd. I, I just you know I, maybe an underdog gets makes a run. I might I may end up becoming a you know whoever a fan of that team is. Uh, or becoming a fan of that team, but I'm, I, I feel you on that. I'm I'm there with you. I didn't root for Texas when they played USC. I'm an, you know I, I I can't do that. And I mean, if, if people want to, cool, that's fine. I, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, but I'll just be watching uh, just some good soccer. And uh, Daniel over here, he he said Christian Eriksen. Only problem with Christian Eriksen, he plays for Tottenham. I'm just kidding. I'm an Arsenal fan. <laughs> so, uh, but that's somebody for for uh, the Danes uh, getting some attacking talent to go along. Uh, with a pretty strong defending, so pretty high on the on Denmark there. So, yeah, uh, lots of great teams, and, and it'd be interesting to to watch to see if there's any of these individual stars come out of this out of this uh, World Cup. But it seems seems like there's always like Sol Campbell. Everyone thought the guy was ready to walk on water, but trust me, Arsenal fan here, he didn't do anything for us. So, who knows? Um, there's always that player that comes out of the World Cup though that just you know amazes, and then not to say they don't do as well in their club, but I mean, yeah, it's. Sometimes just a player just hits the right spot in the, yeah. in the one month tournament, and they uh, they they see a they see a big payday. I don't blame them for taking it. You know, let it go get you go get yours as a player. But 
sometimes you need to be a little patient with these players just because they have a good tournament doesn't mean they're going to be the next, uh, you know, Messi or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's, let's do, let's just knock out these last two groups real quick. Uh, group G, uh, Belgium, England, Tunisia, and Panama. Panama is the least favorite team in all of, of the World Cup field to win, which is at a, a thousand to one. So if you love Kevin Malone's on uh, on the office that you always bet on, was it a million to one odds? You always make a bet on it. So anyway, um, is it? Do you think? Do you, do you see any surprises here? Belgium, England. Do you see any Tunisia maybe not knocking one of these? I mean. I, I just see Belgium yeah. and England passing through this group. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a popular choice. Uh, England, though, you know, you, you, what England are you getting here? You know, England is – England looks great, fantastic in qualifying. Uh, they didn't lose. They only allowed three goals in ten games, and in Europe, that doesn't matter who you're playing. That's tough. But we know England's history in the World Cup. We saw what they did four years ago in a group that they were supposed to easily get out of, too. And, um, you know, for – Eight years before that, they were considered in the overwhelming favorites in the group with us and uh, Slovenia and Algeria and barely finished second. So, yeah. you know, this is the first time England doesn't have that whole, you know, that generate that golden generation that was always more drama than actual, you know, results on the field. Um, you mean you didn't but, like Emil Heskey yeah. playing? What's that? You didn't want you didn't like it. You weren't you weren't blown away with Emil Heskey's uh, striking performance in the World yeah. Cup. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's just interesting. You know, we'll see what the media says about them. They kind of, the media likes to turn on them really fast and they feel a lot of pressure. So, um, Tunisia, they did really well in qualifying too. They, uh, they didn't lose in their final round. They're a pretty good team. They're actually ranked 21 in the world. I don't know if that's, I mean, if that's pretty impressive for Tunisia. I didn't know that. Again, people mm-hmm. world rankings, but I, I, I found that shocking when I saw that. And then Belgium, I mean, they scored 43 goals in 10 games in the final round of European qualifying for over four goals a game. I mean, that's just unreal. Right. So, I mean, this is, they're the fun dark horse, right? Everyone kind of likes picking Belgium right now and Panama. We all be a little bitter U S fan here. They shouldn't even be in it. That goal that got them qualified didn't even cross the line and actually went out of bounds and anyone can go to YouTube and see it. But for some reason it got awarded. Uh, so yeah, no, I think this is going to be, um, it's going to be Belgium and England and Tunisia finishing third, but I think uh, I think Tunisia will finish will fight a little harder than people probably expect. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. And then let's do our last group here, uh, Group H, and uh, that's Japan, Senegal, the Fighting Lewandowskis, and Colombia, Poland. For those that didn't get that, uh, so. Um, yeah, I, I do a lot of work with some. We have our, one of our offices in Columbia, so they're very excited about this group uh, and thought that they that they should make it through pretty easily. Uh, do you agree with them or no? Yeah, I think this out like this and Group A are the two um, easiest groups. But what's funny about again saying this is an easy group? That's because there's just not that powerhouse in here. It's pretty. It's pretty evenly spread. Um, you know, Pol- that's why, yeah, you're right. Poland, I think, when, is going to win this group. I don't know. But Colombia, we know what they did last World Cup. Um, 
Senegal, again, I said something, they, they're kind of like England. And the, you know, they didn't lose in their final round of qualifying. They only allowed three goals. Mm-hmm. And then Japan is kind of like the South Korea. You know, they, again, they both represent Asia really well every four years, and they give some fight. Now, they didn't make it out of the groups the last couple of times, but they never laid over. But, you know, the popular and easy pick here is Colombia and Poland. Um, Colombia did have a much tougher road to the World Cup this time around. Um, they did not do overwhelmingly well in qualifying, but I think, you know, Senegal and Japan are not good enough to unseat Colombia and Poland here. What do you think? Man, I think this is the chaos group. I think there's only two teams. You, I, Cause I think I'm really high on Japan, just their tacticals, the way they play uh, their team that they've been working on the tactics for a long time. And uh, I know they've had, had some guy come in from Europe or they had some, big name guy come in and, and basically revamp the whole program. I can't remember. I remember seeing a special on it and, and, and how they're trying to play and how the J league all plays pretty much the same style. So these guys are, all, you know, it's like, it's, they're, they're, it's, it's like the practicing a, a kick a thousand time, you know, philosophy. Um, so, you know, I think this may be a, just all heck breaks loose and Columbia gets, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe this is, this is my chaos well, group. And if we study history, South American teams don't traditionally do too well on European soil. And not just European soil. This is this is Eurasian soil, right? Like mm-hmm. Japan isn't traveling as far as, as some of these teams. So we'll, we'll see how Colombia represents. But this usually, historically, is a struggle for a lot of these uh, North and South American teams coming in. Yeah, there's just a few discussion here with uh, uh, Belgium. A lot of people, uh, Tim, Tim's kind of down on them he's he's bearish on them without martinez um yeah with martinez sorry yeah it'll be uh it'll be man who, who knows it that's why we watch it you know we can sit here put them on papers oh yeah who, who's gonna win but yeah who, who do you think's gonna win it all F- oh man so i'm gonna definitely be wrong no matter what i say so i know that um i'll that i mean you know on paper i'm gonna say germany but when was the last time we saw a repeat world cup champion um so you know germany as much as especially as, a as they look on paper oh, what's that especially a three-peat right oh no this is the no spain won in 2010 oh i'm sorry but um yeah but germany has been i mean look 2000 Two third place, 2006 third place, 2010 third, wait, no, 2010 second place. I'm sorry, 2002 second place. I apologize. 2010 third place, 2014 champion. I mean, since 2002, they have been in the top four. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if they don't win it. They're, you know they're going to go deep. But right. And then a part of me wants to say Brazil in a, like a really fun Hollywood drama redemption kind of way after mm-hmm. what they went through four years ago and how the hearts of that entire nation broke in a terrible way. Um, so for fun, I don't think France is going to do it. I, I'm going to go Brazil just because, you know, they're, they're due and they've been playing really fun soccer lately. I know it's Brazil. It's like picking Alabama or Germany, same thing, but like, you know, Brazil is playing really well and fun and just people can hate on Neymar and, and all sorts of some of their players, but they're just, how do you, how do you not watch Brazil and just have fun doing it? Right. Yep. So I, let's, I'm, I'm, I think they're, they're my team to win. Yep, uh, your wife just said, uh, you heard it here, Ephraim admitted he's always wrong. So just want to throw that out there, too. You'll have to <laughs> well, have talk all, to her in a minute. He's actually watching. Wow, that's, that's really nice. Thanks, Robin. Uh, what do you, who do you have? I'm going to go with Spain. Nice. 
I, yeah, I mean, I can see it after what they did four years ago, and then uh, you know how how much they revamped and and really fixed the issues that they had. They're, I mean, they're not just the they're they're a team that can score now. So in my outside, it'll be fun. I mean, yeah, there's no U.S., but I'm excited. In my outside shot, my dark, my non-favorite to win, my team to watch out for a year away. Uh, yeah, I, I think, like that. I, I think my it, team to watch is Egypt. I say Egypt's making the final eight with Salah. Okay. Asterisk with Salah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Brazil have Neymar Jr. Right? He'll, they they yeah, say he's, he's back, right? Yeah, he's back. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. For some reason, I thought he was maybe still injured, but I remember they hosted his jersey up last. At yeah, the last no, he World scored Cup. a pretty sick goal last week, and they're one of their last four. Okay. I know that's that's why I have you on. I'm like, ah, I've got a kid and I'm running around here. I don't know what's going on. So, uh, anyway, all right, Ephraim uh, Alajaji here, uh, president of AL Tulsa. Tell folks how they can reach out to you and all your social media hookups there. Hey, yeah, we can reach out to us on Facebook, AO Tulsa. Same on Twitter, American Outlaws Tulsa. You know, this full cup obviously it's tough not having um, the kind of parties we thought we were going to have, but. You know, we, we love and support our chapter bar at Empire. Everyone knows it was the soccer bar in Tulsa. And, you know, I think she was, you know, that bar is going to be a little let down without the World Cup. So, you know, go out. You're going to watch the games anyway. Go out, support Empire for what they do for soccer. And also, guys, tomorrow is a really exciting time. I know it's tough, but there is a World Cup draw tomorrow for the 2026 World Cup. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to start celebrating early, but knock on wood hopefully tomorrow we'll be celebrating the u.s hosting a joint bid with canada and mexico in 2026 and we'll have our golden generation that's currently coming up right now hoisting that trophy in the 250 year anniversary of uh, the declaration of independence and usa will you know i can i can dream high right usa is going to win it in eight years (laughs) oh man oh gosh i just hope i i just hope we're all these kids that are playing right now are just skipping around people in eight years. So I'm excited, man. It's going to be great. And uh, Ephraim, I appreciate you coming on and helping me out with this. You did a lot of research. You had you had good stuff out there, and and uh, and I appreciate. Oh, you always you always you always have your hand on the pulse on on everything going on in the world. So I appreciate you coming on, and and we'll be in touch soon. All right. Oh, you said the matches. There will be watch parties at uh, Empire, correct, for each match. Yeah, there will be. I mean, nothing official, but there will. Every game will be on. She's opening her doors, and uh, you know, like I said, you know, they're not having the boom that was going to be for the World Cup. So go out and support them. Go out and support your local chapter soccer bar. So, thanks everybody. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate it. You guys have a great night. All right, you take care, Ephraim. All right, Ephraim, I'll right, bye, guys. All right, so real quick, I'm going to take a quick pause. Get Matt Bolt on the horn here. We're going to keep it going, folks. So just hang tight. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we have another great guest coming on live. We've got Matt Bolt, GM of Tulsa Athletic. Matt, how you doing tonight, my man? I'm uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, thanks, Roger. I just got home from uh, our first Men's League game of the summer, so I'm uh, all right. realizing I'm far more out of shape than I thought. <laughs> oh, hey, that doesn't get better with age, by the way, just – just a spoiler yeah. alert there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for, thanks for preparing me for the future. I'm looking forward to it now. <laughs> yeah, man, let me tell you, kids don't that don't help either. So just tossing uh, that out there. <laughs> well, well uh, yeah, we just had our, our World Cup preview on. I don't know if you had any, any strong opinions or any 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 teams that you're looking at there that that may uh, sneak up on the field or 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 are you? Oh just... yeah, I'm. I, it turns out I uh, 
I did that like ancestry thing. So I'm like oh, one yeah. 512th Icelandic. Ooh, so that's okay. that's who we're going with. I think that's their same odds of them winning it too. By the way, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not Icelandic at all. But that, that's who I'm rooting for. Um, up the ice. So if anyone wants to have some watch parties uh, on what Saturday, I think where they play at 8 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m. I think uh, we're going to be at Fuel 66. So oh, okay. if anyone wants to join me, Sid, a few other people from the athletics, and have a really early beer. Uh, we're going to be out there, out there at 8 a.m. at Fuel 66. They're opening it up special for us. Oh, okay. Do we have to bring our own uh, floaties or anything? <laughs> I'm sure that they, they will they will allow that. All right, sweet. Because I, I want to make sure the wa- I bring water wings and, and when I, so I don't want to slip and drown <laughs> in one of those kiddie pools. Um, so, Matt, um, uh, big weekend last weekend here in Tulsa with Tulsa Tough going on. And then yeah. you, you brought in the big rivals, uh, uh, which FC Wichita, looking to get a little revenge there. If you're a fan of a bunch of goals, did not disappoint. Um, you yep. know, obviously came up on on the other end of it, and and just uh, you know, tough, tough, tough way to go down there here. You know, this last Sunday, but kind of what are your kind of takeaways and and things that that you came away with from that match? Yeah, no, I thought I thought it was. Um, you're not going to get your money's worth anywhere else, you know, even, you know, at, in the regional level, like, I don't think you can get your money's worth if you go to an FC Dallas or a sporting KC game, you know, like it was, it had all the drama, intrigue goals and everything you could ask for, from a soccer match aside from, you know, the result. Um, but no, I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. Um, you know, we, we made some mistakes and it, and got punished for it, but we also played some really entertaining soccer, you know, out in the park on the, on a, a, a pitch that's been getting better every, every day. Sure. Um, but I thought, I thought we, we played, played a great, great match of soccer that you, that you could ask for aside from scoring more goals from the other team. Uh, I think it was unfortunate that, you know, Joe Garcia's two yellows happened. Um, you know, the first one was obviously argue it was it was not a yellow, you know, just fact. And but you know, he's gotta he's gotta have a little gamesmanship and realize he's on a yellow when he, you know, makes a, a tactical foul. Um so I think we, we let it, we let the match be in the ref's hands for too much and we could have just put him away from the start and then walked away with a three oh victory, you know, thanks for coming goodbye. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't go that way. Um, I was very, very impressed effort in the second half. I thought playing down a man in that heat, oh, uh, yeah. we created, we created some chances, you know, we obviously let some in, uh, but I think, I think the effort was what I've been waiting for, for the past couple games. You know, if you look, if you watch the past couple, you know, matches that didn't go our way, uh, that's what we were missing. And, right. you know, it's, the you know the season's not over like there's no reason to panic we're right we're fine i was looking at the other the other night like we're, we got all the pieces we're fine like this this isn't a the team that's about to tank or this isn't sure you know the season's not done like we're, we're gonna be fine and i'm looking forward you know we're just gonna have to we're just making it hard for ourselves and we're gonna have to go through wichita you know in wichita and you know, playing at a high school football stadium and with locker rooms a mile away and this and that, like it's not going to be the best environment, but 
you know, we're going to have to do it. And I'm fully, I'm fully confident we can. Um, but I thought the game, you know, I thought it, I thought it went well. We had live music after the game for the first and just turn it into like an all day festival. Yeah. For, um, for those who, you know, we had, who had survived the crybaby hill, survived two hours of, of a yeah. soccer. And then, Man, that's like the trifecta. That's like that's, yeah, that. Is, that is that, talk about the, the triple crown. Forget it. That is the triple. That's yeah. the new. That's the new Tulsa triple crown right there. Yeah, that was. There's some people that had obviously been out there all day since you know, early in the morning, and they were still going strong. You know, just jamming out to to the grits. They were playing nice little jam band. It was cool. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna look to do that again the next couple games. Sure. Um, it's. I mean, it's just a party, and like at the end of the day. For me, the most like yeah, winning's great, and I want to beat everyone all the time. But if we if Tulsa comes out and has a great time, like that's 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 what that's what I'm most proud about. And I think that we've got the best product out there in the city, even in the state. Like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, you're not gonna pay me to go see an energy match. Like what? The, I'm not going to <laughs> well, um, you know, no, I think I think we do have a, I think we have the a great atmosphere. The potential's there. It's just an awesome time, you know. Yeah. And so if you're if you're not there, man, you're missing out on some just it's just fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was, you know, just on, on my end, I was I was like, oh, and I was wanting to get out there, and man, just the chaos and the fun times of uh, of, yeah. uh, of of newborn babies here, and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I was yeah, sitting there yeah. watching the watching the stream and just kind of jealous. I just like a kid looking at people, like everybody's inside enjoying Christmas, and I was out there just looking at everybody <laughs> inside, like, oh, come on, yeah. Girl. I mean, we've uh we've done a decent enough job to have plenty of stuff for kids to do at the game, but I don't know if we're uh, newborn ready for our game. <laughs> game so. Hashtag. We'll keep, we'll keep working on that. Hashtag newborn ready. Absolutely. Yeah, newborn ready. L- listen, bring all the infants. <laughs> Listen, if I can get out of the house without taking a kid with me, that's like Christmas. You know, I mean, I love my kids, yeah. but if I can just like, oh my God, what is this? I, I have some free time outside of just going to the office every day, you know. But uh, but anyway, that's that's me. But yeah, no, I I totally understand. <laughs> and, uh, best best of luck and uh, congrats at the same time. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. You need to come over <laughs> here and just watch them one day, man. You'll be like, oh, if you ever think about, hey, I want to have kids, like, yeah, come over here just for a minute. Just let them both start crying. It's it's a chorus. I'll see, I'll see if my any of my uh, if our players are up for some babysitting. Hey, there you go. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, Matt, obviously, right now you look and and you know, to me, you've you've kind of gone through the toughest three matches of the schedule, which is the two Wichita's, and then of course the one at uh stl yeah. uh, atletico and, and something I, I think just before we started the season i said i think that might be the team that's a little bit of an x factor that that might show up and sneak up and and, and bite yeah. somebody there and, but and they definitely did on that that game the other time we you know you just have those moments of mental lapses and and you get punished for it and it's almost been unbelievable how you know i think we've made a few like we kept our mistakes to a minimum throughout the you know the first half of the season sure and we still got punished like every we get very very few things have been going our way in terms of like 50 50 tackles that just squirt out to frank tie perfectly and he scores you know the go-ahead goal like what what is that yeah you know like leo Sosa's bicycle kick that hit off the ground and then nicked the underside of the crossbar like he missed that and we still got punished for it so we're 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 taking a lot of hits (laughs) to say the least and we're still in every match and uh st louis 
you know, we defensively we were the better team. We were the better team, but they they put away their chances and we did not. And you know that at the end of the day, doesn't matter how much more talent or or you know if one player is better than the other, you got to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, and and speaking of which, I think David had asked about their players taunting and what what I don't know about like. Do, 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 do you think that that's just more fun to that rivals? Like their players are, are, you know, they treat it, yeah, like, like they it, get serious and, and they, and the little, the chippiness and, and the crap talking. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's, it's always fun to, you know, when you have fans going at you as hard sure. as our guys do to, you know, leave with a win and then like give them the clap, you know, and they kind of rub it in their face. Like as a player, you know, you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's, you know, our guy Dan Dan DeVore, all the Armory, like they stayed on their side of the rope. Like they're they're the fans, and they they yell and scream, and they bring it for ninety minutes, and that's what fans do. So Absolutely. you know, when you're on the other team and you go over, to, you go up to that. Like, what do you expect's gonna happen? Like, it's gonna get a little, it's gonna escalate, and you just gotta have, you know, they got. <laughs> Their guys got to know better than that to to engage like that. It's right. you're just asking for trouble, and um, you know they. I have had no problem with the you know the front office with Wichita that we've always worked. You know, a good part of this conference is mm-hmm. everyone works very well together and keeps it professional. Um, so yeah, it's you know it's just our guys are our guys are going to be rowdy like that's what mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what Tulsa they're going to get they're going to yeah it's part of it right i mean yeah I, it's I, just part of it and they and and you know to, to their credit they they know that you know i think leo sosa and you know a bunch of those guys mark Weir, they've played against us for what three years now you know mm-hmm. so it's right you know it's not un, it's not uncharted territory so they, they know what they're doing but um yeah it's just it's just going to escalate so that's that's what happens you know yeah it's just the the nature of the game and you know nothing serious ever happens. like nothing happens you know (laughs) you're just gonna jump you're gonna yell you're gonna talk you're gonna talk some shit like it's and that's it you know and then you leave and then you know you're on the road and you know it's boxed up and done with and you move on to the next game Yep. yep and then yeah and then we have you know, speaking of next matches, I believe we have another home match, correct? Another yep. Sunday fun day coming up, I believe, yeah. two o'clock. Yeah, we here. got two two more in a row. Um, which this next one I'm really excited about. So we are, you know, it's it's a must win game. We gotta win. We gotta beat St. Louis. We gotta get that first right. round playoff home field advantage, and then go from there. Um, and then. Apart from that, we're we're having a watch party in the park with the uh, Mexico Germany playing at 10 a.m. Mm. So everyone get get there early, start the start the party early, and watch some World Cup soccer. Dang! So all right, so that that's about usually when Dan and some of those guys get out there. Anyways, about 10 o'clock. David, some of those <laughs> yeah. guys, Tim, yeah. you, know, you guys are all watching here on the live stream. So I think they're out there. At 10. I think they've got some, you know, egg omelets. Kind of, I guess some omelets. They're flipping omelets. Yeah, you know, we'll they're get, out there. Got a little sure. mimosa we'll or three. Yeah, we'll get the mimosa. We'll get the beer sales going. We'll have a food truck out there. But yeah, we'll have some screens watching the World Cup matches. Um, and then so I think Switzerland and Brazil play at one as well. So that'll be going on in the shade. Yep. You know, for the first half of our game as well. So it's just going to be a whole party out there. It's going to be nothing, nothing like it in the, you know, go, you know, nothing like it 
in the city. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gosh, soccer on soccer. It's this is great. This is just <laughs> it's just a good time to be alive, you know. I mean, if you're yeah. a soccer fan, like who would have thought you can watch some local soccer in the park for free and Oh yeah, go check out Mexico, Switzerland, Brazil. Yeah, I mean, check them, check them all out. It's just going to be World Cup matches all day, so it's it's exciting. Man, if I just can bring my uh, leather recliner out there and get a, you know, somebody <laughs> if, you can, to... yeah, if you if you can carry it, you're more than welcome to do it. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe someday I'll I'll make that try. So uh, you got the uh, Athletico coming to town, demise yeah. uh, Ozark. Rangers coming back yeah. to finish off the season on July seventh. Wow, yep. I mean, geez, you're looking at this and uh, yeah, man, July the, July fourth weekend. It's a it's it's and in your conference semifinals. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. So it, it goes by quickly, um, but you know, I'm I'm confident in the team that we've got, and I think I think it's going to be a, a a pretty good match, and I think it's things are going to start turning around for us. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, yeah, lots to play for, that first-round home field advantage. You know, you certainly don't want to make a trip to St. Louis if you don't have to or Little yeah, Rock and then oh, and then turn around and make the trip to Wichita, I mean, in, in a consecutive-type situation there. So, um, obviously, lots to play for. Second place is crucial in, in that Heartland Division playoffs. Um, obviously, you want to stay in the top four. I don't – yeah, I'll just be honest. I don't think that's a problem here, but I think getting that second yeah. place, obviously, is what you're looking for there. So, last play for get out there, 2 p.m., Veterans Park. Yep. We'll have soccer on soccer, uh, Switzerland, Mexico <laughs> first up at 10 a.m. Get out there, bring some omelets, bring some OJ, fill it up with some vodka, whatever you whatever you kids do. Get out there, get after it, have a good time. And then the 1 o'clock kickoff for the World Cup will be going on. So, uh, great stuff there, Matt. And, uh uh, yeah, go ahead and, and plug in your social media you want. And, and, and I think most people here know on the live stream, but hey, just in case there's a couple of stragglers, you never know. Matt? Yeah. Right. Hang on a second. I think we're having a loose connection here. Okay. You there? Hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And uh, like on the Instagram, um, buy some buy some jerseys, man. We've got some sweet uh, away kits and even uh, some also really good uh, home kits. And or I'm really proud of them, to be honest. They're they look we look we look really good, <laughs> even though we hadn't we didn't win. We look good. Hey, hey, that's the thing. That's you know, I mean, I, that's why I always had the bright neon green shoes when I ran track and and did other sports. I was like, hey. Yeah. I'm not gonna be the best. At least I'll be like the looking the well, best. We'll so. Still look the best. But yeah, at least my shoes so. will. I don't know about the rest, but yeah, the shoes will be pretty flipping sweet. But uh, anyway, yeah. yeah and, uh, the and I can't see any, any feet or anything. I don't know. Does anyone? Are there any questions I can answer from anyone? Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna thumb through here. I, I think there might have been one, and I hope I didn't. Uh, USA China. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, that really wasn't A's question, but. Yeah, I did watch it. I think yeah. we talked a little about it a little bit earlier. Um, yeah, I think no, I think David was the one to ask you there, and then uh, Tim Hansen said he's the best jersey jersey is the the America Solar jersey. <laughs> Love it. I, I know. Only thing about wearing a black jersey, I, I I don't know about you guys. I'm like the sweatiest yeah. human being on planet Earth, and yeah, I mean, unless the thing has sleeves cut out and it's like you know, <laughs> like I have to redneck yeah. it up, you know, you don't want Get me doing it, that. To you. Make I mean, it make it your own. It's that's half the, that's half the fun. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to like I don't know, just have the little 
you know those like those cutoffs that they have like it's like if I had like abs, right? But yeah, know, like like uh, Ezekiel Elliott or something. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Matt, hey, I appreciate you coming on, buddy, and uh, and always good catching up. And and yeah, man, we'll I'll, I'll have to make it out there. I may have to, like kids in tow, but yeah, hey, you know, we'll 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 work it out. Know. We'll we'll figure something out. Absolutely, we got two two more regular season home games this mm-hmm. week and the next, um, and then it's two two more road games, and then it's time to take care of the real business. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Matt. Well, hey, have a good night, man, and and happy World Cup, and uh, we'll hopefully hopefully I'll get to see you out there on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, for sure. We'll we'll, we'll see each other soon. All right, take care, Matt. All right, All right see you. Matt Bolt there, GM of Tulsa Athletics. So give me one second, guys. We've got a live check-in from uh, Fortuna Tulsa coming up. Uh, they're on their way back from southwest Missouri after their big victory against the Demise. Uh, 3-0 there with a Tulsa Athletics. So uh, everyone just hang tight for like two seconds, and uh, I'll throw some music on because I don't like dead air. All right, folks, we have a great guest. I mean, this is as live as it gets. We have... Uh, Wayne Farmer and uh, the Fortuna Tulsa uh, coming off of a big victory tonight against uh, the Demise there in southwest Missouri. Uh, and I think we're just going to talk to a couple of uh, the players that are all kind of all together there. So I think they're all just riding back, just killing some time, maybe shooting some text messages and hanging on IG. I don't know, whatever whatever people do nowadays. So, uh, Wayne, how's it going tonight, man? That's good. It's good. Just, just won 3-0. Some great free food from the ladies of Mize and um, just filled up to get gas. And now we're headed home to Tulsa uh, with a you know nice win under our belt. Yeah, yeah, three three win victory, three win. Wow, let me try that again. Three one victory tonight. Uh, oh, you need to try that again. You need to try it again. Three zero. What did I say? You said three one. I think. Why did I say three one? I know it was three nil. It was three nil. I knew it, that. It, well, it's, uh, maybe it's the I end was. Of the podcast, right? It, hey, you know, I tired. know it's just, this is a Division Five podcast, so you know it's it, it, it is what it is, right? So, <laughs> um, yeah, we had uh, goals by Renee Wilson, uh, Jordan Langerbartels, right? Did I say that right? Yeah, Jordan Langerbartels. Langerbart- uh, Renee Wilson scored the first goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of a screamer, and then um, Kelsey Easton also scored. Um, and we, 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 loads of chances that that keeper actually had a very good game. Could have been, could have been a couple more, but um, overall it was just a great game to try some different things. Um, also, some players that might not have played on other home games that we've had. So overall, it was a, it was a big positive night for us as a team. So, Roger, with me at the front of the bus, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the phone back and hopefully we can get some a couple of girls talking and get people knowing a couple of our players on the podcast absolutely this is great because usually we have to get like one person and like hey you know bring them off the field on while they're practicing they're all right they're just chilling hanging out having a good time yeah. so uh, i'll uh, i'm gonna pass it back to renee wilson first um scored an absolutely unbelievable goal and did very well um on and off um in the rotation in the middle so here's renee all right perfect renee wilson on the phone here renee how you doing tonight hey roger how you doing Doing well. Congrats on your goal tonight and, and the big win. And, and uh, how how's it feel to get that first goal of the year? Um, phenomenal, actually. It was, it was a great, great team effort. And so it was nice to be able to put one in for everyone. Yeah. How was how was it playing? Uh, you know, you got this kind of quick, I guess it's what, where, where were you all playing at? Was it Joplin or Springfield? Where, where was the match actually played at? Um, I believe Springfield. 
Springfield. So, I mean, you're talking two and a half hour trip, middle of the work yeah. week, uh, and, and running up there and, and then, you know, making that quick turnaround. Is it just, do you, are you just, I don't know, just done that mentally prepared? Just, are you just excited to say, let's just get off the bus. Let's, let's play this match and jump back on. Let's get out of here. Or, or would you rather, you know, spend some more time up there kind of preparing or, you know, kind of what's your mentality in those kind of situations? Um, honestly, I think it, it worked great for us. The, mm-hmm. the coaches tried to get us prepared mentally, you know, a couple of days before the game, you know, knowing that we had a travel trip. So um, when we got off the bus, it was more kind of like, hey, let's let's get to it. Let's see what we can do and mm-hmm. um, show what we've got. So I think the timing worked well for us. Mm-hmm. Um we just drove straight in. Um, and when we got off the bus, I think the mentality was, okay, let's, let's loosen up those tight legs. Sure. Um, we're all, we're all kind of tight from driving, but, um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to McAllister's, uh, for getting us ready. Yeah, um, yeah. But once we uh, got out there, uh, the team had really good energy tonight, really good chemistry. Um, and I think that kind of, um, showed in, in the final score. Yeah. And, and you know, if you look at, yeah, and I know it's just, it's, it's a, it's a you've got two things going on. You've got you know the really tough opponents at the very beginning of the season, FC Dallas, F, well FC Dallas too, and then OKC FC, and then you're starting to you had the results against FC Wichita, which is a great team as well, and then now you got the result on the road, three nil. Is it just you know just look at these scores and just kind of seeing what I've seen on the field so far? Do you feel like this team is is starting to gel a little bit, or do you think we've got some loose ends that still need to be tied down here? Um, uh, actually, Roger, I'm going to pass that off. Oh, okay. Rachel, Rachel Carroll will, will have some good thoughts for you here. All right. We'll ask Rachel. Absolutely. All right. We got Rachel Carroll. Hi, on. Hey, Rachel, how are you? Doing good. How about you? I, I'm doing well. I, I just asked a really tough question. That's probably why Renee goes, ah, here you at. You answer this uh, question <laughs> here. Nods. You're like, that's okay. fine. Let's do this, right? So uh, uh, Rachel Carroll here uh, with Fortuna Tulsa. Uh, so how, how – uh, the question I asked was just the team progression. So you had the – you know, obviously the first two matches pretty tough, OKC FC, FC Dallas, and, and where, you know, the goals were pretty hard to come by. And then all of a sudden you're seeing five goals, last two matches – do you think it's a product of this team kind of finally getting together and getting more familiar with one another, or do you feel like, ah, oh, this team, we're still not there quite yet? Um, I think definitely just spending more time together and playing more together has helped a ton just mm-hmm. with chemistry on the field, as sure. well as like connecting off the field. And um, even just like on this bus trip, I feel like I got to connect with a lot of the players that I hadn't yet. And, I just got cleared um, with my international status for this game. So finally got to get out on the pitch and um, it was a lot of fun, but definitely think um, also part of it was the opponents in the first game were really, really good. Um, And we just, you know, didn't have that much time connecting together at that point, but looking forward to playing them again, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to. They'll have. They'll have to come back to Tulsa, and then I was sitting here looking at the schedule. I was like, my, my gosh, you, you guys look like you're playing. It's like a, it's it's almost like a basketball schedule. You play tonight, then you play Friday. Then yeah. You play, like there's no time to sit there and go, oh man, let's really just really analyze what we did here. It's it's like no no. There's another match. You, you forget that. Like you can't even celebrate it. I mean, maybe this is where you can celebrate it. But I I, I mean I know in college you know. And, and there's quick turnarounds, but do you, do you like playing all these quick succession matches like this? 
Um, yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I, ever since, um, an injury and kind of ended my professional career, then mm. I, I've, I'm in PT school. I didn't think that I would get this chance to play again at a mm. high level. And so I just love every minute of it, even practices. Like it's, it's funny being on the side after college and after professional than coming back and just playing for the love of the game and just sure. for Tulsa and, um, definitely, just loving every minute of it and we have a really great roster where we can shuffle in and out players and not wear anyone out too much with back-to-back games so we can kind of big team effort you know what I mean yeah it's kind of one of those good news bad news it's like yeah they've got a great deep team and and deep roster and 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 you're able to to kind of cycle in some folks there but at the same time Everyone wants to play 90 minutes and, and yep. not get stumped <laughs> yeah. out. So it's kind of a, okay, you know, it's, 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 a, I don't know, you have more. And just for folks that may not know, how many subs are, uh, are you allowed in uh, WPSL? Is it, We're only allowed 20 per, per roster per game. Okay. But there's 33 on our team. Um, okay. So each game, some people don't get on the roster, but, um, since there's such quick turnarounds, we're definitely utilizing every player and um, definitely everyone plays a big part and contributes. Yeah, I was I was sitting here going, you know, I was like, oh, gosh, I had subs out somebody in the 20th minute and just me thinking like FIFA rules. Oh, my gosh, that's somebody got injured. And, and I forgot who it was, but they just kind of trotted off. And I was like, oh, maybe they're going to get – maybe they did something they weren't supposed to do. And then I realized – there was like 30, there's other subs coming on. So that kind of threw me for a loop there. I was like, oh, what's, you know, what's, so, uh, you know, just me being unfamiliar with the rules there. So that's good to know. I, 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 I haven't asked Wayne that question. I'm, I know it's like a, that's like a homework question, but I'm glad, glad you <laughs> answered it and, 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 and helped us out there. So, uh, yeah, I've got a match. Let's see here. Friday here at home and then Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm oh. going to pass you off to Reagan. To Gracie. Sorry. Gracie Hare. Yeah. Gracie Hare. All right. Let's so, talk. Thanks let's... so much for talking. Hey, Here's Rachel. Gracie. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Stop. Stop. No. <laughs> All right. That, maybe she didn't want to talk. I don't know. Gracie, <laughs> is that you? Yes. Hi, Gracie. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. A phenomenal goal the other night, by the way. Thank you. Are, are you naturally left footed? Am I what? Are you naturally? Are you, are you left footed? Um, I don't really have a dominant foot. Okay. I shoot with either. Okay, because I was like, I, I, I think if I'm recalling correctly, it came off your left foot and, yep. I mean, upper 90. Uh, I mean, you can't draw it up any better. Uh, no. <laughs> how, did, did you expect that ball to go where it went? Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Can you, can you repeat the question? No, no, no worries. No worries. So, uh, when, when, when you, when the ball left your foot the other night against FC Dallas, were you planning, were you thinking I'm going upper 90 with this or were you thinking, <laughs> Hey, I'm let's make contact with this and see what happens. I was thinking more of let's make contact with this and see what happens. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, I was like, I'm wide open at the top of the box. I have to make the most out of this opportunity. So yeah, I mean, and yeah, you just had that one, day. and that was that was a really that team was very. I don't know if maybe from your perspective, seemed like a pretty physical, you know, defensively kind of a physical team. Um, didn't really give a lot of chances for you guys to to do yeah. much at the back, and maybe very that was, athletic. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was just hard. Yes. You know, they, they got back quick to the ball, and and it seemed like 
you know, just getting back and attacking third was just difficult uh, all night. So maybe you're on to something. Maybe, hey, we're just going to shoot this from 40 yards out and see what, <laughs> see what happens, right? Yeah, let's just let's just try it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because nothing not? else has been working, so. Yeah, I mean, I mean what else are you going to do, right? So, uh, so, yeah. so you've, um, if I'm recalling correctly here, uh, just finished high school. And, uh, yes. How, how is that? I mean, you're playing with. Uh, ladies who've had professional experience, ladies who've gone through college. Uh, I mean, are are you just like a sponge out there and soaking all this uh, <laughs> this advice and 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 just just kind experience of experience and yeah. everything? Oh yeah, I'm totally, I'm definitely like a little sponge. Like I'm trying to be all their little sisters and be like listening to what all of them have to say and <laughs> um and just trying to mimic what they do, like girls who play my position and girls who don't, just try and be like them on and off the field. Yeah, that's that's really, I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, that's that's great. That's very wise to do. And, you know, that's, I mean, if I was, you know, being 37, that's what I would tell you to do. Like, hey, yeah, you need to listen to what they're telling you. And, and you've got some great, and, you know, uh, uh, Yolanda, you know, who coaches, uh, I know. Yeah. I, there's a lady I work with. Her daughter plays on her team, and uh, just yeah. all that experience. So that's good stuff. And and now, what are your plans right now? Uh, future plans? Um, I'm going to the University of Central Arkansas to okay. play soccer in the fall. And then I don't know what I'm going to study. I don't know what I'm going to do, fine. but you'll, you'll figure it out. It's fine. It's uh, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, and uh, and how how is it to be able just to sit here and you know, this Fortuna Tulsa didn't exist last season. So, uh, I mean, how cool is it to just be able to stick around, you know, you know, hang out, have some, some of that home cooking and, and, you know, just and play, play a sport that you love all summer long. It's so cool. It's awesome. It's a great experience, not only because this is like the most elite training you can get in Tulsa, but like right. the group of girls is awesome. They're all so nice and welcoming and stuff. And they're all encouraging on and off the field. They're awesome. And like the relationship between the girls is getting better. And so we're becoming more successful on the field and it's just creating even more bonds between all of us. So I'm really excited for the rest of the season. Awesome. Now that sounds great. And, uh, Hey, and also get some McAllister's every once in a while. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, Gracie, I, I appreciate uh, you jumping on here and, and talking and, uh, <laughs> and uh, well, let me ask you before you go, how, how how have you been pretty impressed with the the crowds that have been at the the matches so far? Oh my gosh, it's been so awesome. The Izzy Kitterman night was so mm. special to be a part of and just seeing all the people around was just like it was really encouraging for me to just be like okay, I'm this isn't about Fortuna or anything. It's about Izzy and trying to mm make things easier on her and then opening night was awesome a bunch of people showed up and you know just knowing that we have a great support system behind us is awesome oh yeah absolutely and speaking of i need to to get a hold of one of those shirts i i meant i yeah this is just me thinking and i was like, <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna get one of those shirts tonight and wear it and then i didn't so you can tell me <laughs> i need one and i'll pay them for that so okay you can you can, you can uh relay the message that's fine but uh <laughs> I, I don't know if he's gonna come back online or not but anyway um well well that's great stuff if is there anyone else that wants to chat or is everyone just IGing like a wild person right now uh i think they're all actually sleeping oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's long trip 
Uh, Do you want to talk to Wayne again? Yeah, let's bring back Wayne Farmer. That'd be great. Okay. All right. Here he is. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. We've we've had some great guests on. We had three. So, Roger, you've you've been from the front of of the bus to the back of the bus. Uh Uh-oh. All right. So, it's the troublemakers in the back, right? At least it was when back Well, well, Gracie was at the back, so I I hope not. (laughs) Roger, I I appreciate you letting us hand it up and down the bus. Oh, sure. For us, it's been really cool. The Tulsa's got to know these players and, you know, youth players and even adult fans are getting to know the names and you know that's a big reason why we put the names on the back of the jerseys so thank you for letting us do that yeah and i was just telling gracie i need to get one of those uh, uh kitterman jerseys so i can uh for izzy there so i need to i, I meant to holler at you today because i was gonna wear it tonight but we'll, we'll 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 work out those details maybe we'll have it next week wow. so we'll, well, well awesome and, and rog i don't know how many are listening live or um when the podcast is I, i'd love just to I know it's a little bit of fun, but that, that challenge, I'd love to challenge anyone that's, you know, listening or involved in Tulsa soccer. I know a lot of the roustabouts, La Union, the Armory, um, I imagine Sonny and people of the athletics are, are listening, but just challenge them to, to support Izzy Kidderman, um, to, to buy that shirt, not just to buy it, but to put that video up and, and tag three friends and let's really try and make a difference and, and support her therapy costs of, of $70,000 a year. Uh, yeah, that's just uh, yeah. Any, anything you can do there, uh, any every dollar, it's it's it means a lot. And I'm I'm trying to find the uh, uh, website here, and I don't know if somebody on live chat can find it. Um, and if they can, just go ahead and flash it up there, and I'll I'll go ahead and um, I'll go ahead and uh, tag it there and 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 post it up there. So make sure, folks. Uh, that'd be awesome. Okay, I think it is. That'd be great. Like the power of Izzy item order. I think that might be the. Yeah, that's it, address. Okay, cool. I'll go ahead and drop that in there so anyone can uh, do that because that would be much obliged there, folks. So, um, yeah, oh, oh, I don't know if it copied right. But anyway, we'll figure it out. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Wayne, thank you for for reminding me, and, and, and we'll, we'll get that posted there. And then, uh, of course, um, you know, big match on win- uh, wow, Wednesday. <laughs> Let me try that again. On Friday – and then on Sunday, you sir are going to be busy, and along with those ladies in there. So no, no, no time to rest. It's just right back into it on Friday with, I believe it's uh, the yeah. So we have we have Little Rock on Friday, Little Rock, and then um, Texas Spurs on Sunday, right? Yeah. So Co- Coach Wilson will get the girls straight into a recovery session and get them mentally ready and mentally prepared. But game Friday and game Sunday, um, Friday versus Little Rock Rangers, which. We're excited, um, you know, to have another home game and, you know, keep getting the, the fantastic crowd that we have to average a thousand in our first year. We've been, you know, over the moon with it. And then, then mm-hmm. Sunday too, it'll be our first daytime kickoff. We have a lot of cool plans and um, fitness uh, things that we're going to release this week. Um, one actually involves a, a local player. So um, we'll announce that later in the week. And Rog, when we announce it, I'd love for you to take part after the game on Sunday. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we have, we have um I just posted the uh, I'll pin the comment here. Uh yeah, absolutely. I, if I can, you know, I was telling Matt and if you, can bring, of, if you can bring one of the kids or two of the kids. Right? <laughs> hey, I may, I may have a kid with me. That's that's just the the that's just my life nowadays. So uh but yeah, we'll we'll try to we'll we'll, we'll be in touch there and then yeah, so I try to get out there on Sunday and uh yeah, we'll 
and we'll, I'm excited for the. Uh, you guys always have great announcements, great stuff, giving back to the community, helping you where you can, and and I think that that's uh, what a lot of folks obviously this on the pitch. It's great. It's you know second to none, and then now you're seeing all this giving back and opportunities to uh, to you know to uh, to I guess showcase and using your platform to showcase these things so uh wayne i appreciate you you know coming on here and, and give us a little bit of your time and 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 appreciate all the ladies jumping on as well and uh man we'll be you know you know we'll be in touch and uh we'll and we'll we'll have uh one of you guys one of your players on next week if we can all right roger really appreciate it and w- once again i know we told you but th- thank you for the attention that you and, and the listeners are giving fortuna tulsa and and women's soccer it's it's truly been special and um we, we really appreciate people like you um that you know are, are giving us this attention and, and getting to know these girls you bet anytime buddy hey y'all safe travels back all right bud all right take care thank right. you take care all right wayne farmer gm fortuna tulsa also rachel carroll renee wilson gracie Hare, all joining us live so we have we've had let's see matt ephraim we've had six interviews tonight Man, that is some that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a promotion from fifth division to almost fourth division. Almost. This is almost a fourth division podcast now. Almost. But we'll see. We'll 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 keep it going here. But uh we've got another guest coming up right now. So let me uh, take a quick time out and jump in to uh, our next guest. We got Jonathan Levin. He will be joining us forward uh I'm sorry, midfielder for Tulsa Roughneck. So stick around, you don't want to miss that. And uh, we'll be right back with Jonathan Levin, a midfielder for Tulsa Roughnecks. Uh, Jonathan Levin is on. This is his uh, second appearance on the podcast. Uh, Jonathan, how's it going tonight, man? Hey, everything's going good. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, you bet. You bet. Absolutely. Anytime. I was, I was excited to see you re-sign for the new season. I know you kind of went through a little bit of an injury there uh, at the yeah. end of, uh, I guess it really was in the off season. You, you've had uh, suffered a little bit of an injury there, and and uh, I was like, well, man, I hope, hope, hopefully, you get. But it looks like you've gotten past that, and I, th- I don't, I think you've pretty much played every match since you've been signed, right? Yes, yes. Thank God, he wasn't. He's a broken foot, mm. but we got over it. Uh, I am very thankful to be playing again. Uh, just have a little chance. Yeah. Going good while working hard to to get better the situation though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, one one of the things that you know, you know, obviously, you know, looking at the, you know, I mean, you know, I'm not not going probably the way way you expected it, but you know, I think you know, obviously, getting out there, playing around, you know, getting you know, getting past that injury and. And you know, get, you know, it's just a goal here or a goal there, and and you know, we're talking a different different story here. Um, you know, what's from you from your from where you're standing point? What, how's how's everybody doing? I know, obviously, you know, it's been you know disappointing uh, you know season so far, but you know, mentality. How how's everybody doing? Just in the locker room. Well, yeah, it was like the first thing you said that uh, it was it was hard. You know, mm-hmm. I've never had an injury like that i've never had a surgery so it was hard getting over with but it's part of the trade you know you have to toughen up and just be thankful to be doing every day what i what what i love sure and well everybody is just working hard to get 
the situation gets better, you know? Like, sure. we're focused and we're just ready for the game on, on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big, and, and we're just talking off, you know, earlier. And, yeah, you've got two matches on the road. You've got Orange County coming back, so maybe a little redemption there against Orange County. And then uh, Phoenix Rising, who just announced that their coach is leaving. So you've got a little bit of a kind of a transition there going on in Phoenix. Uh, you know, obviously right now you've got, you know, he's, he's, and, you know, we just had just a minute ago, we had a couple of the players from Fortuna Tulsa coming on and, and kind of saying, yeah, you know, the road matches kind of help us bond a little bit better. Has that been kind of your experience of just playing these road matches as, as you get that, get to bond a little bit more with those teammates and get to, you know, get to know some of those guys a little bit better? Yeah, well, of course it, 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 it's not like that it affects the team, but mm-hmm. it kind of like influence, you know, because sure. the idea or the way, like obviously soccer is an international language, right? And everybody knows how to talk it. Mm-hmm. But you just have to get to know the people, how they move, how they pass the ball, where they like to get the ball. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a process. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and, and you know, getting you know, it's your your sleep and and we we don't know. I think usually on these West Coast trips, the team usually stays out. We we don't know if that's going to happen this time. Uh, I think I'm just thinking just traditionally, usually if they're going out west, they stay out there. And so we don't know if that's going to take place or not. So you may be coming right back and then going back out. So still working on those details. But you know, how you how are you looking at this match next match? Orange County, a team you know had. It was one of those things. I don't know if you're on the if you're signed at that point, but last match. I wasn't. Okay, yeah, I wasn't. yeah. Uh, and I think you played them last year, didn't you? Yeah, but I think every game is different, and mm-hmm. we're just focusing on first and Saturday to get the win first. You know, like that's sure. gonna be very big for us, and then go through there. You know, just work on day by day, and just focusing on the important match that is the next match. Right now, it's going to be the Phoenix Rising. So sure. I know that we're going to give our best on Saturday, and then we're going to focus and train hard, even if we have to stay on the West Coast or come back here. It's just going to be hard and hard training and just focusing on on bringing the win for, for the fans and for everybody that's putting or trusting us. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. I'm sorry. I said Orange County. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking that's who you're playing. You're right. Phoenix Rising is... I don't know why I was thinking that, but anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, Phoenix Rising uh, is who uh, Roughnecks have on Saturday, and that is a 9.30 Tulsa time kickoff, 7.30 their time kickoff. Um, obviously pretty warm out there, but once the sun goes down, it's usually not too bad out in Phoenix. I say that. I won't be out there running around playing soccer, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, yeah, it's not too bad. It's only like 110. No, no big deal. Um well, you know, and I'm not sure if it's been announced that DDA Drogba or any of those guys are playing, but uh, does that just kind of give a little bit of an extra boost to, to play against someone like DDA Drogba and, and, and have that potential to play? Or maybe even the fact that, you know, the Phoenix is one of the favorites of the team. Do you, do you think that that gets the, the players up a little bit, a little extra motivation to, to, to make that trip out there? Well, I guess it's more personal sometimes obviously if you're gonna play against somebody like Didier Drogba obviously it's gonna motivate you right and it's mm-hmm. gonna keep you like on your toes but you have to look at him as just another player because sure. if you look at him up 
well, you're not going to be focusing on what you really have to do or your job. Right. So, of course, it's going to be a tough match because they are one of the best teams in the league, but it's going to be just a match, a regular match against the regular players that mm-hmm. we're just going to have to give our best and just be very focused. Either we're facing Dropa or we're facing just a, another guy, you know? Sure, sure. And, you know, so, and speaking of just uh, just from a tactical standpoint and just, just from your perspective, so you play in the midfield, so you see defensively, offensively attacking, and you know what's maybe what's that one thing that the roughnecks that that you may be working on that you, you think okay, if we can fix this right here, I think the rest, the results are going to start coming our way. Oh wow! wow. Maybe it's not one thing. Maybe it's <laughs> multiple things. I don't know. Well, the first thing is. Score goals. Sure. That's the main thing, you know, like we have to be more focused in some areas in the match or in the game, like some minutes, because in some games we have had some early goals or some late goals. But either from that, it's just we're giving our best and we're training so hard and we just got to be more focused either in those tough times when we're defending or those mm-hmm. tough times or decision times that we're in the box. Sure. Yeah, and that was something I noticed last week. And, and correct me if maybe I'm mis uh, misthinking or maybe I misread it or but if I'm not perceiving it correctly. But that was it. Seemed like getting down the edges was working pretty well. But getting in the middle of the box, maybe just working it to the center of the field, was where maybe the passes weren't connecting. Maybe they they could have been sunken in, you know, the defense was, was trying to keep you out of the middle. Um, do you think maybe trying to be able to get the ball middle, is that something that maybe you guys have, have, have talked about or maybe trying to work on uh, Maybe well, I'm, I, I may be perceiving this incorrectly, but that was just no, something, well, just a percept, just from my, my vantage point, I guess. What I feel like we sometimes have too much rush to go, forward instead of just having the ball sure obviously because we feel the pressure or we feel like we want to do more to just score the goal and be relaxed in the game mm-hmm. but i think what we need to do is sometimes be more focused and just keeping the ball and then the goal just gonna go through or we're gonna have some opportunities mm-hmm. because whenever we lose the ball and we go and we try to go forward and forward we lose so much the ball that we end up running so much right yeah i mean you try to make the quick counter attack yeah and then you, like, you you run down every play we need to do that like of course we need to do what the coach says and that's what we all do mm-hmm. but we need to keep the ball yeah a little, little more possession focus and that was something i think in the, in the beginning of the league beginning of the season you, you you saw that with Tulsa was you, you might have you know the game might have ended a draw but you looked at the possession it was like oh that's 60 40 that's really I think in the Las Vegas match it was 65 40 you know 30 or whatever you know it was it was 60 percent uh possession for Tulsa and and it seemed like okay and the result I mean yeah he didn't win but you know a draw against Vegas on the road I mean shoot you, I mean you know just looking at it you'd say oh I think I, I would take that um, so yeah, maybe more possession, maybe focusing, you know, maybe being more, you know, like you said, not in a rush to, to make the quick counter, but to just be more thoughtical and be more, 
you know, you know, execute the passes, make, try to work the ball to the middle and, 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 and see where you go from there. So, uh, yeah, that sounds good to me. And now let, let me ask you, Jonathan, just, I'm going to switch it up on you. You ready? Sure. All right. We're, so something's, so, something's happening on Friday, on Thursday. I think you're probably aware of you got a little world cup action. Oh yes. So, uh, I know, uh, you're a native of Mexico, so obviously pulling for the L tree. Um, uh, what do you think about them? Do you think they're gonna, Mexico's going to make it make it out there with Germany? Uh, what's your feelings there? Well, it's going to be hard, you know. Mm. Like obviously, yes, it's going to be a very very interesting match because that's how or what's going to determine the the course of Mexico in the World Cup. But if we give a very good uh, game against Germany. I think we have pretty good odds of going to the next phase, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Mexico plays on Sunday. I think we just had guests on talking about this, but uh, I've got, I believe, Switzerland. Is that, am I thinking right? Yeah, it's Switzerland. Mexico, Switzerland, which Switzerland's a. No, no, no. It's Mexico, Germany. South Korea and then Switzerland. Okay, okay. So they yes. play Germany. Sunday, then Saturday, and then the twenty seventh. You already know this. Like, I, I, I should just ask you. Hey, we should have had you to uh, come on and break down Mexico for us because I was sitting here thinking. I was like, oh yeah, I did, didn't just dawn on me till just right now. Like, oh yeah, you could probably give us a pretty good analysis of uh, El Tree right now. So. Uh, yeah, that's a tough group. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, I had uh, Ephraim Alajaji on from AO Tulsa, and, and we were breaking down that group. So that's, I should have just let say, hey, we're going to let our guests uh, break down the group later on. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a tough group. Switzerland, again, you know, making a, you know, really do, did really well during the European qualifications. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be excited. I think it's, you know, I, are you are you excited to see some maybe United States fans uh, jumping on jumping on and supporting Mexico? Yes, of course. You know, like obviously, we're the brothers. You can say across oh, the sure. border. Yeah. And you want it or not, it's soccer. You know, and everybody loves soccer. Sure. And a lot of players and a lot of fans from here watch and admire the Mexican league and the mm-hmm. Mexican players, because we really give our heart every time we play. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's going to be very interesting to see. Yeah. And something how, that how many American fans are going to be rooting for Mexico or they're going to choose another national team. Yeah. And I know we had Ephraim on earlier. He said, well, it's hard to root for your rival, you know, because Mexico and the United States, big soccer rivals there. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, I think yeah. some folks are like saying, yeah, we'll root for them. They're close by and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, we'll see uh, how, how many uh, folks come out and support. Uh, I mean, you'll have the the folks who are like, Hey, you know, my grandparents used to go to, you know, watch, watch uh, Mexico play in Mexico city, you know, cause it's a generational thing, obviously, you know, people yeah. talk about, Oh yeah, my, my grandparents went to Yankees matches here, Yankees games. And, and it's just, it's just that generational you know, uh, uh, fans and, you know, it's just, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a lot different, a lot more, a lot more depth to it than just, you know, a lot of us are just now coming into soccer here in the United States. So it's a little bit hard to kind of translate and, and, but folks who 
who you know who obviously uh, understand that you know it's it's hard not to be a, a fan of Mexico there. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm just excited to watch Roughnecks. You know any any local teams and obviously um, you know the World Cup. So there will be so much soccer going on this month. Uh, like it's just going to be on all the time. My wife is going to probably be ready for soccer to end at some point, but uh, I am not. I'm excited for it, and yeah, and like you said, we'll be playing on Saturday, 9:30 local time here. Uh, making the trip out to Phoenix, Arizona, in June. Um, but yeah, yeah, Jonathan, anything, anything that uh, you'd like to tell fans or, or any any last words uh, before before we let you go. Yeah, first of all, I want to thank every fan and everybody that's been supporting us through this tough time for us. And I want it, I want everybody to know that every single one of the guys from the team are giving our best mm. on the field. I know that the scores are not coming our way or the way that we wanted it, but just thank you for going through the games and just keeping supporting us. You know, that means so much to us or at least for me that's pretty big to see everybody in the stands keep coming to the games and rooting for us because honestly we're just giving our best and we're gonna keep doing that until things work out you know so Mm -hmm. just thank you for everything and thank you for having me oh yeah absolutely jonathan yeah and i agree it's you know it's it's not like you know you're seeing a bunch of guys giving up and heads hanging low and I mean, yeah, it's it's guys that are you can see the efforts there certainly, and and yeah, I completely agree. Given effort, given hundred percent, no question there. The effort is totally there, and it's just you know the results not going away. I know it's 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 going to happen. Uh, I'm not too. I'm not. I know it's it's urgency on your end, but I, I know that the results are going to come our way, and and uh, and we appreciate you giving everything you got, and and uh, yeah, supporters will still be out there give, giving you giving the other team a hard time, and. And having a good time. So, uh, but yeah, that's great, Jonathan Levin, uh, midfielder for Tulsa Roughnecks. So, do you have a? I don't know if you're. I know you're on Twitter. Uh, what other uh, social media outlets do you have out there? Yeah, I have Instagram too. Is it? Is, what's your handle? John Eleven Seven. John Eleven Seven. Yeah, it's the same one as my Twitter. Okay, gotcha. All right, I think most people that's like the same. Like I yeah. thought about making mine like Roger Graham, like G R A M, but it's like that's not my that's not anyway. So, uh, yeah. So play on words there, but anyway, uh, Jonathan Levin, midfielder, Tulsa Roughnecks. Appreciate you coming on and getting that second cap on the podcast, Jonathan. And uh, uh, good luck, good luck, safe travels on Saturday. And uh, all right, good luck, Mexico. Get, go get them, man. Go get them in the Thank World you. Cup. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, we hope we will. And thank you for, for having me, for listening to me, and for the support again. You know, it, it means a lot. Absolutely. All right, Jonathan. Take care, buddy. We'll have have a good one, man. Thanks. You too. Have a great night. All right, Jonathan Levin there. Great stuff there from Jonathan. Uh, yeah, you know, um, it's, 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 it's obviously the results, like I said, not going his way. But, you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, you know, players are all good dudes and they're just out there giving effort and, and, and hustling and, and doing what they can. It's just, you know, um, I think the results will eventually start coming and it may be late, but I think it'll happen. I'm not, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't think we'll go much longer. 
without seeing some results. So, uh, but anyway, uh, good stuff there. And folks, I have, I need to go because I've had seven guests on. I don't even know how we even pulled that off tonight, but uh, I appreciate you guys listening and hanging in there and, and chatting and, and getting on live chat. Um, but I do have to go to bed and get after it tomorrow morning. So, uh, that's all I have tonight. Uh, we'll we'll re-rack, do it again. We're looking, we've got I've already talked to a couple people for next week, so we'll have some guests on there. Uh, looking at either recording Monday, probably Monday, mo- maybe Tuesday. So we'll keep you folks posted. That's all I have. And uh, here from the World Studios of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast here at the Frady Hole. I'm Roger Graham, your host. Sayonara, everyone. God bless. Take care. See ya.